everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of Pixel Perfect Gaming. I am Chris. And I am Pat. I said that a little weird, didn't I? A little, a little strange, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but welcome back to another episode, episode 16. We've been doing this for three months, almost four, maybe four, four, four months. months. Has it been four months? I mean, wow. four, four weeks in a month. You know, yeah, I guess you're trying to be right on, on 16. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Hard to believe. I mean, I thought maybe we were going to do it for a month and be like, you know what? We're terrible at this. We're not going to do this anymore. But uh, here we are <laughs> still doing it. So. Oh, don't worry. I think that it's cool. Oh, and just like that. Uh, <laughs> no, I take it back. Defeated before we even get started. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's good it, so. grief. All right. So since last week's episode, uh, Patrick and I have been having conversations about structuring the podcast a, a little bit more, adding a little bit more structure into how we approach it. Uh, basically, so that uh, the listeners have, like, you have an idea of what we're going to be covering. Um, not not the exact topics, but at least an idea of how how the podcast plays out every week. So Let's we've had some cover. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we're there's still going to be off topic shit. I um, we're not going to stop that. Like that's just us. I think as people, we are. Yeah, we're not going to be able to step away from that. But at least you'll have an idea of like when certain things will be coming up, and and hopefully you enjoy what we're doing. We are looking for feedback on these. So the segments that we've kind of broken out right now, uh, we will have an optional one at the beginning of each podcast with a life update or cat update if necessary for. For that episode, depending, because there's not always going to be something on either, you know, either side for those kind of things. Over the past couple weeks, we've been talking about what we are playing and we decided to kind of keep doing that. um, Talking about either what we're playing or what we're interested in in playing or watching currently. And we're going to call that segment Loading Screen, which I think is an appropriate name for it. And then we go into gaming and tech news after that, which is pretty standard we've been doing that pretty much the whole time it's kind of the thing we do and then we would be wrapping up each episode with a segment well presuming we have this might be an optional one depending on how it goes but we'd like to wrap up each episode with a segment that we are going to call are you fucking kidding me uh which is (laughs) i love the name of it (laughs) and i love how organically we came up with the name (laughs) (laughs) yeah also That'll probably always be in the episode. I always got something to bitch about, man. You know me. Yeah, and that is, and that can tells you what that section is going to be about. Is you know when something either happens in gaming or in the gaming world, it's just ranting and bitching and moaning about it. So it'll it'll be good. We've already got a good topic for this week. As soon as we hopped in, Pat had something in mind that I don't think he even planned to put into that. But I was like, that sounds like a good. Are you fucking kidding me? Topic. So. <laughs> I don't want to. Th- I don't. I don't want to think about it. I You're promise. gonna say I don't want to okay. talk about it. <laughs> what you to say? I don't want to talk about it. All right. I, I can't. I can't give a preview, or else I'm just gonna start. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So we're gonna have to back off on that one. So those are the segments that we're thinking about introducing, and we're gonna go through this episode following that uh, kind of that structure. So give us some feedback on Twitter or in the Discord. Let us know what you think about the segments and, and as it evolves and if there's anything different that you'd prefer us be doing. So with that in mind, we're going to kind of move right along to the loading screen section because there are no life or cat updates, uh, at least not to my knowledge. We didn't actually talk about any of that shit before we got started here. So I assume there's nothing there. Nope. I love so, my cats, uh, but that's, you know, same old, same old there. I do like the photo that you posted in the Discord of the cat standing on top of like a dresser or something like that. Or is that a yeah, closet? That's, that's that's our dresser that's right next to our bed. And um we woke up in the morning and looked up and they were both just perched on top of the edge of the dresser looking down at us. So uh, That was a good photo. So for those of you that aren't on our Discord, we have a section in the Discord called Post Your Cat. It's a new section. Uh so those of us that are cat owners are well, I mean we're posting our cats. If you have dogs, I mean you can post them in there, but we're I'm probably gonna delete it. <laughs> I want to delete it. I like dogs too. I mean, I'm indifferent. Actually, no, that's not true. I just, I just don't like them. <laughs> I just don't like them. So, but yeah. in the loading screen section, uh, Patrick, I don't think you had anything because all you've been really looking at and playing is RuneScape. But I was going to ask, have you got Devil May Cry yet? Nope. You still haven't gotten it? I haven't. What happened? I mean, you were so excited to 
to, for it to come out and play then, it. Like, so what what happened? Not buying it right away made my hype kind of die down for it. Not that I still don't want to play it or anything like that. But now I'm at the point where I'm content with waiting for it to like go on sale. Got you. So you've waited long enough at this point. You're like, I'm just going to get it at GameStop for $29 instead of 60 Yeah. Exactly. Okay, I can understand that. I mean, you've already seen some of the videos. You've probably spoiled all the game for yourself anyway, so you <laughs> know what to expect. Obviously. Yeah. You've already seen a full playthrough and, a, and like two speed runs of it. Look, man, I don't mind spoilers. I know you don't, and that's fine. That's fine. So I was just curious if you'd gotten that or not, but... Yeah, not yet. Not yet. In all honesty, I, know- I might get Borderlands 3 before... <laughs> before i get to Devil May cry like if if things line up and borderlands 3 doesn't even come out until the fall september yeah that's funny are there any games this month that you're looking at getting no yeah no, i'm pretty same. much just i have some some clear goals in runescape that i want to hit and it's a very grindy game so it's just kind of where i'm putting all my game and time at the moment Gotcha. Yeah. So nothing, nothing for this month. Yeah. Same for me. No, no game purchases this month. I do know the final like season series finale, I guess, for Walking Dead came out, but I haven't played some of the other ones, so it's kind of off the table. Um. So really, the only game for me for this section. Wait, what? It's out. I thought it was out. Didn't it already come out? Open it on Steam. Gonna take a look. look. I thought I'd seen a video. I think yesterday of people reacting to the series finale. The Walking Dead, uh, the final season. Season four is what it is, right? No, released. Wait, why can't I? Why can't I? Says so concludes next week, and that was on March the twentieth. Yeah, it came out this March the twenty sixth. Apparently, on Steam on their release. You can't buy it on Steam currently. I guess not. There's there's no buy button. There's no buy button. There's a demo download button. You got to download our demo, and then you got to buy it through our demo. Season 4 on their release date. Um, Includes access to all four episodes. Yep. That's kind of weird. one through four are available now. Huh. Yeah, why can't I? Are you seeing yeah, it? Yeah, I don't you know why there's there? a... I see a download button. But that's just for the demo. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it either. It's a little irritating. All right. So if any of you have purchased it, uh, tell us what that means. Why is there a download instead of a purchase option for? Yeah. How get? How? Help. Yeah. How? How go about getting? Um, how do? Yeah, that's kind of strange. Okay. Yeah. So it is I'm out, but I and those are yeah, cheap. but I didn't play season three, so it's not something I'm gonna be getting. Um, season three is good. It gets a lot of flack. And I don't understand why, honestly. The New Frontier is a good one. I really enjoyed it. I would say Season 1 is still the best one. But then I think Season 3, New Frontier, is actually better than Season 2. The thing for me is that I would have to go back and play Season 1 because I want kind of the memory of it because it's been so long and then replay Season 2 because I don't really remember any of that at all. And then on top of that... And then I would have to move on to season three. And that's a time sink that I just don't really want to do right now. You know, I, okay, hear me out. Uh Oh, we we play it together. Okay. But here's how, right? So with the telltale games, they offer this thing where one person actually plays it. And like I have you or me could stream it. And then everyone else can like use their phone and vote on what should be picked. Do you think we could hmm. can make a thing out of that? Let us know if say, anyone would be interested in that. Yeah, I was going to say, I wish our community was a little bit bigger than it currently is, because I feel like we could make an event out of that, and that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, hell, I would I'd maybe do we it table if, it for even now, and like that's something three that we, people wanted to. Yeah, maybe we table it for now and gauge interest, and uh, we'll see. If you're, if you're into this, like you like this idea, let us know on Discord or on Twitter, and we will, uh, we'll, we'll definitely see if we can make that happen. Pat has plenty of free time for gaming, so I'm sure we can do it. Hey, what's that mean? Don't you, Pat. Don't you, Pat. (laughs) (sighs) What what is that? 
you need more more time for gaming yeah what you need is to get something like shadow for your phone so you can play at work on your downtime <laughs> runescape has a mobile thing oh do they really yeah, but like I can't, I can't play at work. I don't have enough downtime. Like I'll log in and be like, "Well, look, I'm on Runescape. I've got to go." Like, <laughs> oh shit, someone just came in. Oh, there's a raccoon yeah. in the ceiling. You know that kind of thing. Still there, by the way. Still there. I, okay, so I actually forgot. Let's do a raccoon update. Um, Wayne came. You know, spread the spread the urine, and they left. And we we're like, great, they're gone. He's like, all right, so I'm gonna cover up the hole with this sticky stuff. Um, and it's going to let us know if she's trying to come back, because if she's trying to come back, it could mean that there's still a baby hidden up here somewhere. Um, and, well, she came back. And so hmm. we're unsure of... If there's a baby or not. Exactly. So now he's coming in tomorrow, and at this point, he's going to have to set a trap and leave it for a couple of days. But he did spread more of, of the, uh, they call it eviction liquid. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that is worse than just saying male urine. <laughs> <laughs> so they did spread uh, more of that, hoping that it would deter her, um, and we'll know Monday for sure. But uh, so if it thing. doesn't, then he's gonna have to trap her and then eventually put her down. Yeah, um, but an extra downside to that is like, where where are the babies? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Because I don't like yeah. that. You know, like uh, if he caught the babies, he'd have to put the babies down. Yeah, but now They're it's just probably like, not going to survive on their own. Exactly, know? and it's just going to be like uh, not not a nice Would way to go. Would you rather put them down like humanely or have them starve to death out in the wild because they can't figure out how to? Exactly, survive? I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Uh, oh, I don't like that situation. That was sad. What a bummer. Yeah, me either. Edit that out. Um, <sighs> I don't ever want to hear it again. Yeah, bum me out there. Okay. Anyway, back to the loading screen thing. So the game I was going to talk about this week, um, which I don't have and I haven't played, I had mentioned interest in getting it, which was uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which was the new FromSoft game. So kind of like a Bloodborne, you know, Dark Souls type of game. And I've watched it because I, I like those kind of games. I like the challenging gameplay. I just didn't want to spend the money on it. And I didn't really know what style of game it was going to be. So I've just been watching people play it. And I actually like it because for people that are new to FromSoft games, it's a little bit easier for them. But then people that are coming from like Bloodborne or Dark Souls, it's particularly um, brutal for them. And I really like that. I think that was a brilliant idea from FromSoft. They basically designed it being like, "Oh, are you a Dark Souls veteran? We're gonna we're gonna brutalize you." Like, "Oh, are you are you used to dodging through enemies and doing all kinds of really iframe dodgy kind of stuff? Yeah, we're gonna make enemies specifically that punish you when you do those kind of moves. Like, we're gonna make you learn the system in a really brutal way." Wow. So. Yeah, I really like that. There's certain bosses and certain enemies that they design intentionally to teach you certain mechanics, and there's no other way to do it except for using the mechanics that they've put into the game. And if you decide to, if you decide to try and do it from a Dark Souls way, then you get punished for it. And I, I get a lot of enjoyment out of watching like seasoned Dark Souls people try and play the game and get just monster beatdowns. <laughs> I love watching people suffer, <laughs> is what you're saying. I mean, realistically, yeah. I mean, you have to kind of enjoy suffering if you're going to play those kind of games, anyway. So you know, it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, but it's which been is interesting. Why I, think I don't. Uh, I mean, you enjoy suffering in a different way. Through no, grinding. I just put up with it. All right, uh, I hate okay. grinds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm probably not going to get it at any point, at least no time soon. But I do enjoy that, and I like seeing the speed runs that have already come out. You know, I mean, some people beating it in under. I think like 50 minutes, something like that. So it's been pretty impressive. Are they doing the like beating it with dance pads and potatoes and stuff yet? Not that I've seen yet. No, that's just a matter of time though, before somebody beats it in like 43 minutes with a guitar hero, three guitar or something like that, you know? Yeah. It's in the works. You, you know, it is. Wasn't there one where a guy did it with like slices of bread? I wouldn't be surprised like a raspberry pie and some pieces of bread. Maybe I don't know. not like a pie, not like a <laughs> like a damn pastry pie. I'm I talking know, about but that's just the first thing that pops into my head. Like he's got a, he's fresh got a raspberry pie. pie. To pie, Mom, yeah. bring me the pie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna stick my fingers in it and play Dark Souls, you know. <laughs> and that's the downside of those being called Raspberry Pi. <sighs> I want I want that to happen now so badly. Oh Jesus. So if you haven't seen the game, it's pretty cool. Check it out. If you've played it, I'd like to hear what your experience is in our Discord. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, d- I don't know if I really... I've I've seen the rages from some of the people for this game. And uh, just the rage that people have kind of turns me off because I'm like, I really don't want to scream at my TV like that. You know, I kind of have to take a step back and realize that I don't want to throw things. I like... I mean, what's wrong with throwing things? I just, you know, it's not for me. Throwing things is not for me. It's not my lifestyle anymore. It can be. Just get that game. All right. So that was my loading screen for this week. So kind of let's hop into the gaming news. We've got some small topics. Let's get those out of the way before we talk about League of Legends. So kind of rapid fire. First off, Blizzard. They announced a new revamp for a gear system for their new WoW expansion. Was it Heart of Azeroth or something? Heart of Azeroth, yeah. Yeah, so apparently when they came out with the gear system, some kind of grinding for some necklace or some shit, it was just abysmally bad. And they've been trying to fix it with tweaks for the past eight months. And now the upcoming 8.2 patch is actually going to overhaul the entire system to make it much better. So it also has some new zones and dungeons and raids. So that's kind of cool if you're an avid WoW player. I'm, I'm sure you're probably pretty happy about that. It means absolutely nothing to me. And Pat, you haven't played it, so it means nothing to you. Uh, yeah, absolutely nothing. But you know, if Nap and Tom are still listening um, and still playing, maybe they can let us know how it is. Yeah, give us some and details Bob, on it so we can bring it up. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, beyond that, there was a leak that Octopath Traveler, which is a game that's currently on the Switch, I've played it. It's a wonderful little JRPG, and it is coming to Steam on June the seventh, uh, which I would honestly probably consider purchasing again for PC. It was that good of a little JRPG. I never finished it on Twitch, but or on non Twitch, but on uh, the Switch, I should say. But it was a good little game. I liked it. What's the um? Like premise of the game. Um, there are a bunch of different individual stories that you go around following. So it's a bunch of different characters. It's no real one major story, at least not that I recall. There's not like an overarching. I think there might be. I just don't remember what it was. It was months ago that I played it, and then I got sidetracked from Stardew Valley and you know other stuff moving forward. Um, I do remember the mechanic, the mechanics of the game, and the actual battle combat being kind of cool. So that was kind of the highlight for it. So, something to look into. And then I saw that there is a rumor that Splinter Cell might be returning, which the last one that came out was Blacklist. And that was... How long ago was that? Splinter Cell was... Eight years ago? quite a while. I want to say like eight years ago. I'm not 100%. I'm going to Google it. Splinter Cell, Blacklist. Are you a big Splinter Cell guy? I've played pretty much all of them. It came out in 2013. We're at 2019, so okay, a little bit shorter than I thought. Um, so about six years ago, I've played. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've played all of them. I did not like Blacklist. Um, I don't know. Felt a little bit too fast-paced and aggressive for my style. I, I really preferred the stealth elements of the previous ones, but I don't know. So they're thinking about coming out with a new one. We will see what happens there. See, um, I guess Black, uh, like it, it, Splinter Cell. Wow, that was hard for me. Since you said Blacklist, my brain was like Black Ops, Call of Duty, and I just couldn't get around it. Anyway, Splinter Cell for me was a game that I always really liked the concept of. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was really cool, but anytime I would sit and play it, I just didn't have fun. But I enjoyed watching other people play it. Is there one in specific that really bothered you? No, just all of them. Whenever a new one came out, I would always rent it and try it. But When Chaos Theory came out and they had kind of like the co-op option for it, there was a really good YouTube series that came out with uh, people playing co-op and it was like a comedy YouTube series of them like fucking stuff up and it was hilarious. I can't remember what it was called. I'm going to dig for it and I'm going to put it in the show notes on the website, um, maybe on the Discord too, but it was it was always funny. I really enjoyed that. 
You said you don't. Yeah, you don't remember what was that. I can't. I I just remember it being Chaos Theory co-op, and it was like Kin and something else. Now I'm gonna have to look Chaos Theory. Funny co-op is what we're gonna put it as. It was. Was it Donkey? No, I cannot stand Donkey. It was not Donkey. It will no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know why. I I I really don't get it personally. Uh, a lot of people love Donkey. In fact, when I started my YouTube channel, people would say shit about Donkey and how I, you know, like, oh, I love Donkey, and I was like, I don't. I really do not care. I do not find him funny. I find him more annoying than anything else. And some of his videos just kind of, I don't know. They kind of instill a little bit of rage in me more than anything else. Why? Because he kind of misses the point on some of them. You know, the one that really sticks out, uh, in my opinion, is um, Shadow of the Colossus. He really bitches and moans about the controls in that game uh, without realizing that it's actually intentional design. It's not bad design on their, on their part. It's actually intentional that the controls are really sluggish and bad. I mean, it's designed for difficulty. You know, that is the intentional difficulty of the game. They did it to be disempowering, to kind of take control away from the user to to make it a little bit more challenging. But uh, kind of goes over his head, and so he bitches about it. And I'm like, oh, just makes me want to grind my teeth when I think about it. I've never, I mean, I've tried to watch his stuff, and I've I've been introduced to a lot of it before. Nathaniel and Philip would watch it occasionally when I would be around, and I would listen to it, and I would just be like, I just, I can't. This is not for me. I don't see the appeal. I don't know what it is. What do you What do you like about his videos? I just think Donkey's funny. I like his uh, just really sort of stupid humor. It just it 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 does it for me. It's really all the more I can say. Like his old league videos, it's just they got me. I didn't even know he had old league videos. That's how he like got a start oh okay got popular through making i used videos. to watch uh what is it magic harp use fly i used to think he was pretty funny but now i'm i don't really feel that way these days i still like him i'll still watch him occasionally i used to like him for his um champion spotlight videos yes those were pretty good and obviously limited doing number those. of doing those well i mean at some point you're gonna run out of videos to do but yeah well, he just stopped. Like he still had a lot he more champions to do. He was just kind of, I think he was just tired of it. He made a video about why he stopped. I think it was basically just like I don't want to anymore. <laughs> gotcha. So, but anyway, fair. Splinter Cell may be returning. Um, only other topic before we kind of get to the two bigger topics that we had on the gaming tech news section: uh, arcade cabinets. I thought about buying one yesterday. Why? Uh, I want one. That's why. What are you talking okay. about? And like, would you get a cabinet that's like a bunch of games built into one, or would you like, this is just Pac-Man? Like, no, I would definitely want an arcade cabinet that has a variety of different games on it. I would be kind of pissed to spend two to three grand for Pac-Man, that kind of thing. So I was watching the way this happened is I was watching Jablinski Games, which if you're not familiar, that is Jack Black's gaming YouTube channel. I love Jack and Black. he was playing. What was that? I said I love Jack Black. I didn't know oh, he had a gaming. Yeah, channel. you would get a you would get a kick out of his gaming channel then. So he was playing Rolling Thunder. It's like a Pac Man machine with like thirty arcade games on it and stuff. So he was playing that at his house, and I was kind of like, man, I I want an arcade cabinet. Like it'd be really sweet to have one. Dug into it for a little bit. They're like two to four grand for you know ones with like ten to fifteen, maybe thirty games. I'm like, this is bullshit. But then I found there's a guy on Etsy that makes them custom. And uses a Raspberry Pi to load in. I think it was like twenty thousand games or something. Uh, pretty wow. much anything in the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. So like PlayStation games and stuff too. And he builds the whole cabinet and then ships it to you. And it was under a thousand dollars. That's pretty cool. Yeah, shipping was like four hundred. So it ended up being you know probably around thirteen hundred when it's all said and done. But that's still considerably less than I would pay for another arcade cabinet. And I would get a lot more games otherwise. So I was looking into it and really considering it. What is does he have a certain name for them? Does he call them like, for ma- the, like his cabinets? Like the, like a, a mame? Is that the? Uh, I don't know that he has a certain name for the cabinets. Let me look. There's a series on YouTube. It's by the people that do the Critical Role 
um, show. And they have a series called Mame Drop. And it's like they have a custom arcade cabinet made that they can just load tons of games onto. And uh, yeah, the so his are just called on. Slam Arcade Machine Cabinet with thousands of retro games. And it ends up having a, a like, what is that? Like maybe a 32 inch TLC TV as the monitor. He's got some Bose speakers loaded into it and uh, two sets of. Um, of controllers. I, I can't remember what uh, materials he uses for the controllers. It is Swana style buttons, which are pretty good style buttons. Oh, and it has an amp in it too, so you can actually use it as a jukebox. So, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. So that I was looking at cool. it and I was like, this, he's got, I mean, he's got five star reviews out of 83 that have been sold. And I was like, this is pretty sweet and it's slim. So it's not like a really fat one that takes up a ton of space. So when I saw yeah. it, I was like, honestly, this is, and the price point makes it really appealing because I would really like to play like Street Fighter and, you know, Capcom versus Marvel and like stuff like that with friends. That'd be really sweet. Yeah, that would be really cool. I mean, do you have a place like, you know, where you'd put it? I do. I have space in the living room where I could put it. But then, of course, I will be moving in the next uh, couple months to a two bedroom apartment instead of the one bedroom since Liz lives with me now. And so I would actually um, put it in my office, right? Where my, because I'd have space in the second bedroom. So I'd potentially put it in there. Are you staying in the same building? Uh, Not the same building. It will be in a uh, new building, but the same complex. So it would be better to wait. So So I obviously don't have to move it again, you know? Wouldn't be terrible to move it though if you're in the same complex. Probably not. Yeah. Pro- honestly, once you get it put together, I think honestly you could probably and it's thin enough. I think you could realistically just put, it, put on it on a dolly, like a dolly. and like wheel yeah. it. Yeah, just wheel it down the road to it. Because I mean, most of the stuff it's going to be within the same complex, so we could probably just wheel it on over there. Wouldn't you have to put it on the U-Haul or anything? Yeah, that don't sound too bad. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's pretty sweet. I I don't know. I've been thinking about it the past couple of days. It says twelve thousand plus games from thirty eight consoles. Late 70s, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. It's um, almost like too much. I'm overwhelmed. Arcade games, PlayStation, MAME, Atari. Yeah, MAME. Ah, see? Uh, Sega Genesis, and many more. All right. MAME see, I thought game. MAME was like some particular thing that they... Never mind, I'm stupid. Um. Anyways, yeah, cool, dude. That'd be pretty cool if you got that. MAME is a console or something? I don't know. Yeah, so I was, I'm, I'm definitely thinking about it. Um. I mean, it's a it's a good chunk of money, and I've I've got other things I'm thinking about, you know, doing with it right now. But I'm like, I don't know. That's pretty appealing. That'd be pretty sweet. I agree. I vote. I vote you do it. Yeah, I may wait until we move into our new place, and then you know, pull the trigger and and kind of do that. So it'd be dope, especially for that. Do you know how long it is till you move? Um. So the plan. I mean, we've had a couple apartments come up, but we've turned them down. So hopefully before October. But it takes six to eight weeks uh, before it actually ships out because he custom makes. Yeah, some. that's why I was asking. Yeah, so I could probably order it before we move and then kind of go from there. Although the the photo I have it says Mame at the top as a uh, like in that photo it says the arcade in that one though. Uh, let yeah. me see. I don't know here. if it's the same guy or not. It's pretty sweet though. Although I was also looking like I wonder how hard these would be to build myself. But then knowing like tech skills, no problem. But then the actual woodworking side of things, like disaster. Yeah. <laughs> complete, complete and utter disaster, honestly. Um, it would be a complete shit show. Oh, and do they show this video you just sent me? Do they show the actual? They show the cabinet, yeah. Oh, no. Like this right cabinet's after like intro. a normal. Yeah, that's a normal, like larger four person cabinet. So it's not quite that one, but. Yeah, I'll show you. It's pretty cool. So I'm thinking about doing that. Maybe I'll do that in the coming months. Get myself a dope arcade cabinet. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, man. There's I'd also another one you could get with a um you can get an arcade table where it would stream to your TV. So you could play arcade games on your TV and then you'd have the joysticks and stuff built into like a coffee table. Hmm. That would be pretty sweet too, although the cat would just like lay on the buttons all the time. I don't know. It'd be yes. terrible. You're right. I don't want that one anymore. Although you can get a arcade machine flat pack kit for under a hundred bucks, and then you just have to buy the stuff and put it together, huh? 
I don't know. No, I'm probably just better off paying someone that can actually do it and me not making a shit show out of it, honestly. I mean, if it's a flat pack, it's just you're just IKEA in it, so it wouldn't be too bad. How much is a, how much a price difference? Yeah, but I mean, as far as like getting all the components and not fucking it all up there, uh, I mean, we're talking eight ninety five for the TV, the speakers, and all the components, and the Raspberry Pi already loaded with games versus the arcade flat pack, which is just the the outer shell for a hundred bucks. Um, I was also looking at pinball machines, but they are surprisingly expensive. I don't know why I was I looking would at pinball love machines. To have a pinball but machine, but yes, I they thought it'd be are pretty dope. expensive. It was a couple grand for one, and I was like, geez. I really enjoy pinball. Yeah, I liked it as a kid. I, I kind of wanted to be on board with it. If I ever hit it big, man, I'm going to just open a little arcade in my my house. Have some ball, some pinball, arcade cabinets. I like the sound of that. That'd be fun. So anyway, that's that's what's going on there. Um, let's talk about League of Legends. So yesterday was the LCS Spring Finals, which I did not watch. Ooh, it did. You should. I know you don't play the game anymore, but I feel like you know you can still appreciate the pro scene. Mm-hmm. Well, so I should I should probably rephrase that a little bit. I did watch the like the first probably like fifteen minutes of the first game. I had intentions of watching it, but then Liz got home and you know she probably didn't want to watch that, so we just kind of switched to something else. So that's really why I didn't watch it. Uh, I think I tuned in right at the very. End. I looked online and I was like, wait a second, or no, I googled what the score was and it was like two two and still live and I was like, what? It's still going on. So I hopped on YouTube real quick and it was right as I think X Smithy was like holding up the the trophy and I was like, nice, TL one. <laughs> it it was it was so good. Like I've never been much of a spectator sport kind of guy. You know, like I have, would have friends that would watch. I'd go to like Super Bowl parties and people would be like, wow, screaming at the TV and I'm just like, wow, I don't understand how you're getting so into this. Um, and then, you know, when I started watching Pro League of Legends, I started to understand it a little more. And I was like, all right, like I can, I can get it. But then yesterday, dude, during this, during the reverse sweep, I was screaming. I'm sitting here in my chair, yelling at my computer monitor, clapping, getting all mad when something goes wrong. It was, I was way hyped. And like my adrenaline was pumping just from watching this fucking video game. But it was so good. That last game, they were showing the coaches on both sides and like people spectating in the back room, and like how you could see TL like screaming and cheering on their side, and like TSM like getting up, like ah shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome because like after the first two games, and uh, we whenever it's going into game three, I think we locked in. I'm a TL fan, uh, and I think we locked in Kenan top. I think it was, and I was just like, great, we're done. Like that series, yeah. it's over. Because they've done that for the first game too. Yeah, and it did not go well. Did not go well in any way, shape, or form. It started pretty well though. It just didn't end up very well. Yeah. So, but then like they won that game, and I was like, oh shit, like maybe, maybe this chance, maybe. And then game two, we won that one. I'm like, oh my god, yes. And then game three, we locked in Vlad top, and I was like, and there it goes. We're done. It's over. We lost. <laughs> <laughs> and it it was looking real rough, dude. It was looking real rough for the first like 30 minutes of that game. And then TSM just had a couple slip ups here and there, and TL just fucking pounced on those mistakes and took full advantage of it and got us back in the game. And then oh, it was it was so good. And I'm so happy. <sighs> I'm excited talking about it. I have the rebroadcast up on my other monitor right now, muted, because I just want to look over every now and then and just see some of these just dope plays going. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's reverse good. sweeps are pretty uncommon, so to see if they did that, especially in League, you don't see them that often, so to see that, I was like, wow. That's... So, last weekend, TSM reverse swept C9 to make it oh, to wow. the finals, and then got reverse swept. So, I was uh, happy for Jensen too because uh, there was some really good plays from him uh, doing shutdowns and being unstoppable. And I don't think he's ever won a trophy before. He so. has always done well internationally, like at yeah, World Championships. I know him and like Cloud Nine have always done done really well internationally. They've obviously never won, but I don't think like domestically he's ever actually won anything. Has no, he, he hasn't. hasn't. So that was his first win yesterday. 
for a, for cool. a domestic trophy. Yeah, it's now. It's, Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the flame war or some of the shit that was said on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen that. Have you seen that? Uh, I mean, I've definitely seen some. So, I guess, like, which are you pertaining to? Reginald, one? I guess, for TSM was talking shit about how you know they can't wait to be down TL and stuff like that on Twitter, and how they've never been any good and they've always had to buy talent. Which, by the way, like Smithy Zen. You had double lift at one point. Like, come on, TSM, you, you dicks. Like, you've obviously <laughs> bought some talent too, you asshats. Like, what the fuck? Um, so, kind of a shitty thing to say. And he had no, and he was just talking trash about how he's going to, you know, they're going to wipe the floor with TL, no problem. And so, apparently, ended up being a bet between him and Steve of 100 grand mm-hmm. for whoever wins. And so, Steve's Twitter after that match, his tweet was plus 100K. <laughs> <laughs> so good <laughs> absolutely killed me i and, really enjoy like shit talk between team owners because like it used to be shit talk between tsm like so reginald and uh hot shot gg who's the owner of clg it used to always mm-hmm. be shit talk between them and then making bets with each other but now clg is total ass and just fell off the map so yeah. you know like no one cares about a rivalry there or any bets there anymore um so i i really like and i also like that steve and Reginald are friends. Like they're actually pretty good friends. They said in an interview in the interview that they made the bet. They're like, yeah, whenever we're not playing each other, we're good friends. We get along really well, but when it's game time, mm, like no shit talk coming out. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I, I don't know much about uh, Reggie. He seems okay. I, I do like Steve though. He seems like a genuine, like a genuine nice person. Um, yeah. I, I do like him. So I thought that was pretty funny. There were a lot of memes on uh, Reggie's Twitter of people like posting an empty wallet and then the uh, guy from, uh, oh shit, what is that movie? Uh, I can't remember the name of the movie now, but there's there's a good meme on there and it doesn't matter because I can't remember the damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> shit. It's, um... It'll come to me later, hopefully. But um, yeah, there was some funny stuff on that. So I, I really I really enjoyed yeah. it. I really liked the one where um, Reggie posted. It was the team liquid logo, except the like horse logo was a silhouette of a person choking, and it said the international choking sign. And, That's uh, funny. After the game, someone like retweeted it back to him, saying, "Did they use your silhouette for this?" Like it was. <laughs> so oh my good. god, That's funny. Yes. That reminds me of uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast earlier this week, and he was talking about the same kind of thing with uh, jujitsu. And when people train together, like they they're best friends, and he's like, "You're best friends, but when you're actually sparring and stuff, like you're legitimately trying to choke someone out, like you're pushing, like you're mm-hmm. literally choking them with your hands as hard as you can, turn them blue, <laughs> and then the moment they tap, it's like your best friends again. It's like my bad, man. You good? Like we're good. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm literally trying to kill you until you tap, and then it's like, ah, oh, we good. You want to go get dinner? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's it's important to separate the work and and uh, you know the relationship outside of work. It's really important. Just to a separate. little bit. I think that's how you end up with some nice resentment there. So, <laughs> I also think it's really cool that um, league, like esports and league in particular, have made it to a point where the team owners can just like on the drop of a dime be like, yeah, sure, let's bet a hundred thousand dollars on this. You know, I mean, like, they make. Uh, I think it's like. TSM was valued at like twenty million a year or something. I think that was like two years ago. Oh, they make big money. Like TL yeah. is in with Disney, dude. Well, and Alienware making their whole facility, their training facility, and stuff like that. Yep. Like, and Honda, know, there's a lot of money Honda going too. into the. There's a lot of money going into the esports arena and into these uh, these teams. And they, of course, they don't just do League of Legends. Like they've got their own Counter Strike teams and you know all and Overwatch and all this other Dota, kind of stuff. So there's yep. a yeah, there's there's multiple revenue streams for them at this point. They've definitely diversified outside of uh, you know some of those core games. So yeah, I just think it's 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 really cool. You know, ten years ago, if someone was if one of the orgs was betting a hundred k on the match, it's gonna bankrupt the org, and you'll never hear from it again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> playing bankruptcy right after the match. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter one. Here we go. Like, geez. Uh, all right. So it's cool our last. It's come. Yeah, it's pretty dope. So our last uh, main topic before we get to the "Are you fucking kidding me?" section, which I'm really looking forward to. To hear about this. Um, so the last topic we have was board games. Pat, you mentioned that you wanted to talk about board games. What what exactly did you want to talk about? 
I just like board games, man. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I just like board games, and I feel like before we became friends outside of video games, um, little backstory for people who don't know. We'll sum this up in you know two minutes here. Chris and I played games together for a little while, like through a mutual friend, Fanny. Uh, one day we're all playing games together. He said something, and I was like, "What? Fight me, man!" Uh, and said my address, and uh, I almost doxed myself here. Uh, <laughs> said my address, and he's like, "What? Like that's like right up the road from me." I was like, "No way! I don't believe you. You're lying." Uh, turns out it was. We both moved to the same town uh, within like a week of each other, and had no idea. We'd been what? We've been living up here for like a month or two before we even figured it out. Yeah, which was interesting because we've been playing games for like months together. And it's not like, you know, we, we were passerbys in the in the role that we played. Like you, I, you literally played bot in League and I was your support. Like we had, yeah. we had kind of like a closer gaming relationship in a way of like, yeah, there's some random guy I play with, but I have to support him or we're fucked. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so to all of a sudden find out like, wait a second, you live right down the road? That's yeah. that's not true. And then I remember inviting you over and you were like telling Brit, like, I'm going and I don't know if it's a real person or not. We'll see yeah. what happens. <laughs> I was like, here's where I'm going to be. <laughs> if you don't hear from me, here's the guy you need to call the cops on. <laughs> yeah, concerned that I was basically catfishing you into a friendship. So. Yeah, but, you know, I uh, I still came. I still showed yeah. up. You brought Purple Haze with you. Yeah, being and it was gross, and I pretended to like it because I was like, I want a friend up here. Pretend this yeah, is good. Well, I mean, and you didn't like beer, so that was fine. I drank them, and then we watched uh, League together. I don't remember what tournament or anything, but we watched that. And then before you knew it, before too long, it was going to vape stores with you, and then we were having board game nights. So Yep. Hanging out pretty much every weekend. Um, yeah, so we pretty started having board game. game nights. And... I don't remember how the board, our board gaming like evolved, but like to me, it was always like, yeah, board games is like life, Monopoly, sorry, you know, those type of things. And but there's such like so many interesting games out there, and it, it's like there's st- there's different like genres of board games, which I, I never thought would be a thing. And so it's, the reason I want to talk about it is because in my head, it's like. I never knew about these possibilities in board games. A bunch of other people probably also don't know. They're yeah, probably in the, the same boat. Definitely a lot bigger than I initially realized. I, if I remember correctly, I think it was like I ran across an article about pandemic or something like that, and I was like, "This sounds crazy. I've never heard of a game like this before." And yep. then I remember buying it and inviting you and Brit over, and we just played it. And then next thing you know, like we're like, "This is fucking crazy. I've never played a board game like this." And that's literally what we played for months. That's all we played for months. And then we found a local comic book store, which had board games in it. And then a lot of our money went to that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we just went down the rabbit hole, man. Yeah. I mean, I remember going one time when they had like a, some kind of sale. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll probably get a board game and walk out with like five board games. I'm like, shit, I just spent like 200 bucks on board games. Like, what is <laughs> happening? Yeah. And like, I really enjoy the cooperative board games, which, again, I never really thought would be a thing because it, it's a board game how do you play a cooperative board game and have a win-lose condition mm-hmm. you know in my head i'm like what am i playing against like there's no computer ai that we're all going against or anything here so that was really cool to get into so like betrayal and house on the hill like that's cooperative to a point until one of you or all of you or none of you or something happens it's called the haunt and there's like a hundred different scenarios that you can fall into, and one of you can become a the betrayer, the traitor of the group, and you gotta like go into another room with your your secret little book and read your win conditions while everyone else is reading their win conditions, and you go from friend to foe. Just really, it's really cool. I enjoy it. I think a lot of people my, should look into these things. Yeah, my initial worry with the co-op was that it would be too easy to to basically beat them because it's a co-op and you know you're playing against basically the rules of the game instead of each other. Um, so you don't yeah. have to outsmart someone else necessarily as you do need to, um, you know, just take advantage of the rules. But they actually do a pretty good job, at least the ones that we've played, as far as scaling the difficulty and and keeping it interesting. Although as we ventured into other games, pandemic took a backseat in a big way. Uh, we, yeah. we well, we got to the point where not playing it. <laughs> pandemic became 
easy, you yeah. know? It was definitely the introduction. We even got the expansions, but we just weren't interested. And I think a big part of that was House on the Hill um, Betrayal. We, we we literally played that all the time because there were so many scenarios. And granted, while some of the scenarios mm-hmm. are not necessarily detailed like they probably need to be, um, we did find some loopholes and some issues and some of the language at times. Overall, yep. it was it made an interesting dynamic because even when you start playing, you're still thinking about, well, what if Patrick ends up being the haunt? We're fucked. Like, we can't yeah. let him <laughs> do that. Well, what if this person's the haunt? We're fucked. And we would always think about that kind of stuff. But then there's some cases mm-hmm. where no one's the haunt and you're all just kind of playing to survive individually or you just or never really know. it's a secret betrayer. Yeah. Like, you don't know who it is. So you're like, do I help him? But what if it is him? I don't know what to do. And like with betrayal, I like the fact that the your um your game board is like ever changing. Yeah. From the very yeah. first move, like it's different from the last game that you played. Now it's always the same tiles, but the layout of it always different. Yeah. So that was always fun. The other thing that made it interesting, especially with the scenarios, is I, I remember there being a time where we were all playing and I think like you or Brit ended up having like a, just an absurd amount of items. And it was like, why the fuck are you getting so much stuff? Like if you become the haunt, there's no way we survive this. But then I think the haunt we ended up getting was like the items worked against you. And the more you had, the more negative impact it had <laughs> on you. And we were like, oh, well, you're fucked. <laughs> and it was like, did not think of that could be a possibility. And so it was kind of amazing. Yeah. What else really did we play? That's, Mysterium. Uh, Mysterium ended up being a really good cooperative board game where one person is a uh, like a ghost that isn't supposed to talk. So that that was always interesting. It's been a favorite, honestly. Pretty much any time uh, I've introduced. Well, you it bought it. Yeah. And we liked it so much that after you moved away, we went and bought our own. Yeah, and when I moved down here and introduced it to everyone, like it uh, ended up being stuff that everyone wanted to play. Like, oh, let's play Mysterium because it's a very easy game to play with its own type of challenge but it's different every time you play it and it's unique especially given the individual as the ghost yeah which not all these co-op games are easy to learn betrayal is not particularly simple it it can be a little overwhelming (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true especially with some of the wordings yeah and then we played resistance quite a bit which is not nearly as fun without you pat because uh I played it with Hannah and Matt, which, I mean, you know, Hannah and Matt, and I played it with them, and I kind of talked it up as, like, we're going to end up hating each other by the end of the night because it's just the style of game, but we didn't really. They didn't really get into it as passionately as, like, you, me, and and Nathaniel do, and so it kind of bummed me out a little bit because I need that, like, that rage, you know, where you you feel like you're at the cusp of ending a friendship (laughs) over this game. You know, where, where I'm kind of like, Pat, give me another beer. And then I'd like grab it for me. Give me that fucking beer. Like, hey, damn traitor. <laughs> I stand up. Hey, Pat, would you get me another beer, please? I'd really appreciate that. Oh, I was the traitor the whole time. Give me the fucking, don't, you know what? Get out of my house. <laughs> get out of my house. Don't touch my cat. Don't fucking touch my cat. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot I trust of, no one in that game, dude. <laughs> understandable, because it's uh, it's hard to say what's going on. Uh, that was a that was a fun one. That one's not co-op. Well, I guess in a way, it kind of is. It's it's all about deception. Because like, let's say you ha- you're playing with five people, just to give a quick rundown for people. Playing with five people, two of you are spies, and the other three are like the resistance. And so you go on missions, and you have to choose so many people to go on the mission, however many it says that need to be chosen. And if it's your turn to pick who goes on the mission, you need to make sure to pick all, um, what's it called? All resistance people, no spies. Because if the spies go on it, they can choose to fail it. And if you fail three missions before you clear three or four missions, then the resistance loses. And so it's all about trying to figure out who's the spy and who's not. Do you trust people? Because if you look a spy in the eyes and you say, you a spy, they're not going to be like, yeah, you got me. Like, they're going to say no. And you got to determine, do I believe this? And they might say they are. It's You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. You don't know. Was, was me and Fanny, we'd sit, we were sitting right next to each other. And every round we play, we were just yelling at each other. And then after the round was over, 
when it we was both show each other our cards and neither of us were spies and we we're like oh i'm sorry man like i should have believed you and then the next Mother. round starts i'm like it's you <laughs> you son of a bitch yeah. now there i'm gonna say i have an unpopular opinion there's another one called it's like camelot or something it's based on the same game but it has merlin and an assassin i hate that one i i really hate that one nathaniel had talked about that one a lot while we were playing resistance if you recall and how much you like that. I, I hate that one because everyone spends all their time trying to find out who Merlin and the assassin are instead of focusing on just trying to be deceptive. And so even if one team wins and they do a really good job, it's like if the assassin kills Merlin, it's like it doesn't fucking matter. So it's like it kind of ruins the whole point of the game to me. So I'm like, yeah, don't play that one. Get the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's then a we lot. Used to you play... need at least five people. Yeah, minimum of five. We used to play Munchkins, which that was pretty fun. Uh, kind yeah. of weirdly cooperative in a way uh, yeah. at times. Cooperatively competitive. Yeah, yeah. And also you end up kind of hating people a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then I think the only other one that I really, really like that's a co-op game was uh, Dead of Winter, but we never, I don't think we ever got to play it together. I think I played it after we moved. We played it, I think, one time whenever you first got it. But, you know, it was hard to enjoy because we were still kind of learning how to mm-hmm. play it. And then we, I think we tried it once. And we're like, ah, oh, that's a lot. Like, we don't have much time left. Let's just play something else. And yeah, we never went back to it. <laughs> it was a deep set of rules. And that, that honestly ended up becoming the biggest issue with our board game is that, you know, usually we didn't get together until like 6 o'clock. And before you know it, it's fucking 10 o'clock at night. So it ended up being like, when it comes to board game days, you need a day. Like You get together at noon, play board games until you're either too drunk to focus on the board game or it's time to leave. You know, do one or the other. Which the last time I played board games, which was probably about a year ago. No, no, I played with Manhattan. But with like a big group of people, it was probably about a year ago at this point. We tried to play Mysterium. We got through one round. And by the time we got done with that round, like half the table was way too drunk to focus on the next round. <laughs> so we just had to like abandon ship. <laughs> well, you and Liz need to come up. All right. And then we'll have four people to play. And we can, we can get a couple other people if we want. And we want to get like a big group of it. Yeah, I'll bring yeah depending on what we're going to try and play. Yeah, I was going to say we could play Resistance and stuff. At the very least, we could play Betrayal. Um, yep. I mean, we have Betrayal, Munchkins, and Mysterium. And then I could bring Dead of Winter, and we could try that again. Especially if I was there for a couple of days, and we could have hopefully a couple of days of board games. Instead of just like, oh, we played Dead of Winter, and it's confusing because the rules suck, and then yeah. uh, we don't know what to do with it. We wasted all our time trying to figure out what was going on. And uh, yeah, good visit, yeah. Chris. See ya. Yeah, absolutely. Great time. I like I like Dead of Winter because it is... There's one component that is just absurdly stressful for everybody in the, in the room. And Your, I like, secret that. mission thing? That? No, not so much the secret mission thing. The dice roll. So every time you move... Or make real, or every time you like move locations or anything, or um, do certain actions, you have to roll for exposure. And there's oh, yeah, a yeah. piece on the dice where you could get bit and die immediately. So every time you roll it, it's stressful. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> oh no, I hope I don't die here. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, so it's it's really good. <laughs> uh, moral of the story here, people, is go to like your local comic shop, look at their not as well-known board games because they're a ton of fun ask us I questions getting, yeah, i was gonna yeah, say get yeah. some recommendations from people at the comic shop um yeah, or sure. ask if they have um board game uh what was the thing that they did board at game that, demos at, yeah board game demos where you could go in and you can play like three or four different board games at a time and kind of get a feel for them uh, ours our shop actually had a uh, a drawing as well which i ended up winning covert or something which we've never even opened um, really? No, I feel like we did about. try to play it. I didn't fucking try and play it. I don't know anything. Oh, about you guys it. had that other one called a what was it? Above and below. Yes. Yes. That one was fucking complicated. Yeah, I don't have that game anymore. I left that up there. Yeah, fuck that one. I think Sorry. I left. I left Munchkins. I took Exploding Kittens, Resistance, um, Eldritch Horror, which we never played because the difficulty is sky high on that fucking game. That we was the that, card game, right? No, we there's a different one that is that like deck building game. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Even though we fucked up the rules and <laughs> and that's why it was so uh, hard for us. Royally fucked up the rules. Yeah, yes. big time. Yes. 
because we we can't read. So that's that. All right, Pat. So let's go to. Are you fucking kidding me? So let's let's talk about it. Tell me tell me what's on your mind here with RuneScape today, Christopher. All right, Christopher. So. RuneScape is a very grindy game. I've said this before. Anytime it comes up, I'm going to tell you, it's a very grindy game. You can spend hours on end grinding for one level in something, and what do you unlock? Nothing. You do nothing better. All right? Ten hours of your life, gone, to get from 80 to 81 range. Do you hit any harder? No. Do you hit any more often? Fuck no. Ten hours, gone. So today... I, uh, I've been working toward two goals, all right? Uh, start bossing and get a fire cape, all right? So getting a fire cape is, it's like an arena fight kind of deal. It's called the fight caves. You go down in and you have to fight 63 waves of enemies. And on the very last wave, you fight a big boss and he can one-shot you, okay? Partway through fighting him, he summons little healers and they start healing him up. So that's not fun, all right? So I went through all 63 waves of this bullshit, okay? Hiding behind rocks, safe spotting these things so I can hit them. They can't hit me. Getting all my prayer switches right so that way I'm not taking any damage from things. There was one point where I safe spotted stuff so nothing could hit me because I ran out of food to heal myself up. And I safe spotted and stood there for 15 minutes just letting my health slowly tick back up so I could go back out and fight. And I just had to sit here and occasionally move my mouse so I didn't log out and have to start all the way back over. So I dump like an hour and a half of my life into getting to this. I, I get to them. I'm all out of food. So I, I have to get everything 100% right. If I mess up one thing, I'm done. I'm done. And my life is going to be done. And I'm fighting them. I get him to half. I'm like, oh my god, like it's going so well. I'm not fucking up my prayer switches. Everything's going well. He hasn't hit me through prayer. I like nothing is going wrong. I'm gonna get it. And like I'm getting hyped. I'm like, yes, yes. You know, like I feel my heart beating. I'm like, oh my god, finally. Like I always wanted this whenever I played the game when I was a child. Um, and it's finally coming to fruition. I'm almost there. (laughs) (laughs) And he spawns the little fucking healers, and I'm like, all right, this is fine. He's got the healers. I just I'll just click a healer to start attacking it, and then go back to my prayer switches. I just got to do it in between the prayer switches, right? Mm-hmm. I go to click the healer. I click it. I start shooting, and um, my character runs, and when he runs, it, like, fucks up my, my view of Jad, who's the name of the big boss. Fucks up my view of Jad, and I panic. And I'm like, oh, oh no, and I just, I just switch my prayer. I don't know why. I just switch it, and it was wrong, and I got one shot for 77 damage. My life is 77. He 100 to zeroed me. <laughs> and so one hour and 30 minutes of bullshit, standing in one spot, waiting for my life to regen, all the money I spent on the supplies, everything, gone. Done. Have to do it again. And I'm gonna. Because I, I, I hate myself, I guess. And I hate this game. But I gotta do it. Because I love the game. But I hate the game at the same time. You love you have a love hate relationship with it. So what's the? I mean, what do you get if you after you beat this guy? You get it's called the fire cape. Okay. Okay. And it's like an animated cape, and it's like a second best in slot. It was the best in slot for years until they came out with a basically newer version of it called the infernal cape, which you then have to do like an even harder version of the fight caves to get that. Which like that version is so hard that whenever it was first released. Jagex, the company that does RuneScape, was actually like watching accounts. And if you got it, they would check your account to like check where it's been logged in and everything to see if you paid somebody to get it for you. And they'd ban you. Like it, you wouldn't have it for even an hour. They would just be like, yep, boom, he paid for it, banned, done. Um, oh, wow. So they were looking for people that were cheating basically to get it. Yeah, because it's like a very prestigious thing in the game that bosses is, is extremely hard. And extremely time-consuming, um, even more time-consuming than the one I was doing, and so it takes forever, very hard. And people were paying like whenever it first came out, they're paying like hundreds of dollars to have someone hop on their account and do it for them. Wow. Yeah. Can you? The, so you're just like, yeah, here's like four hundred dollars. Go get me that infernal cape. And then you log in. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, cool, I got it. And then and then, and then boop, 
band. Yeah, right? Like, that would suck. That would really mm. suck. Um, yeah. yeah. So, hour and a half of my life. Gone for nothing. All that training I did. And how much money did you end up having it. to waste to, to get all the supplies that you need? <sighs> Not like I mean, an astronomical you? amount, but enough to where it hurts. It hurts. So my question is, do you have... Do you have enough money that you're able to afford to go and just redo it immediately, or is it something you're going to have to grind? Oh, to get the, I have already resupplied. Uh, it is ready okay. to go. So you are, I'm ready, you're to, ready to go. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. I I went to the Grand Exchange, rebought everything, tweaked the setup a little bit because since it was my first time, I maybe should have brought a little more of one thing and a little less of another, things like that. So yeah, you know, maybe now with a little more experience, you know, I won't panic at that spot, and I won't. I'll have the correct combination of things and yada yada and whatnot so hopefully that works um but fuck that game and <laughs> after I, when i died i had the moment where i went are you fucking kidding me <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need yes i, I like very that upset. very upset so th- this may <laughs> next week we're gonna talk and i'm gonna be like do you have a do you have a are you fucking kidding me moment you're gonna be like yeah that same fucking moment from last week i did it again <laughs> dude i got a moment from yesterday too in that stupid game okay oh my god let's hear it what do you got okay well so there's a boss all right so i said one of the goals was bossing all right so fighting big hard monsters to get really expensive drops to sell them to get better gear and runescape is just one big flex on other people that's all the game is um so i'm like all right i'm gonna learn to start bossing I got Alex in. I was like, yo, Alex, like, let's go attempt. Let's fucking try out Zora. They call it, like, the nickname for Zora is Money Snake because it's got good drops and it only takes a couple minutes to do. And I was like, yeah, like, I watched a bunch of videos on how to do it properly. I got good enough gear. Like, I got better gear than the dude in the video that I watched. I can totally do this. Like, Alex, we got this, right? Fucking load in. Boss pops up out of the water. He's like some giant sea serpent type deal, right? And you like are on this horseshoe-shaped island type deal, and you got to run around on it as he mm-hmm. spits shit at you and whatnot. Load in, he pops up. Boop, he starts spreading his shit across the ground. I'm laying into him. I'm like, yeah, this won't be bad. I got this. Turns, smacks me for like a 43. I'm like, oh, no. And <laughs> hop into the panic. Boop, he's dead. I literally died in like 20 seconds of starting that fucking fight. And I was so mad. That I spent like an hour watching all these different videos, trying to figure out how to do this. And I gave it like five or six attempts. And I think the furthest I ever got him was maybe a third of his health. It's so, it's just so, it's very fast paced. And it's like, how am I supposed to fucking learn this shit, Jagex? Make, make him attack slow. Make me invincible. Just, just give me everything. I'm sick of it. I'm going to try it again later. I'm actually looking up a video because I want to see this money snake for myself now. That you have to run. That's the island space that you get. Yeah, and he like puts poison clouds on there, and uh, you gotta prayer. You have to prayer switch so you can pray like to protect from magic, protect from range, and protect from melee. And so you have to prayer switch depending on what type of attack he's using, and then you also have to gear switch. And so he pops up and he's green. You gotta pray range, and you gotta hurry up and gotta switch to your mage gear, and you gotta start attacking him before he goes back down, and you gotta switch again. Which was annoying, because I fucked up one of my switches the one time, and it was like, alright, I finally got all my stuff switched, I'm gonna hit him. And then he went back down, and I had to switch right back to what I was. Mm. And it looks mm. like there's like specific areas on the island where you need to be standing. Yep, and if you're not standing in that exact spot, you did. Oh, and he turns like uh, blue or turquoise or whatever you want to call that. Yeah, the different color he is denotes like the damage he's going to do and the damage that he's weak to. Huh. Ooh. It's annoying. I hate it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all, all you fucking kidding me? He's going to be about this fucking game. I can't. I can't wait. Uh. We're going to end up renaming this segment just like Pat Plays RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Pat Plays RuneScape. <laughs> yep. God damn it. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, 
All right, Pat, we'll take us out of this episode. Let's let's wrap it up. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know, to another week of Pixel Perfect Gaming. Um, I don't know, man. My brain's not working right now. I'm a little fired up. Um, <laughs> you all agitated. My my brain, like I'm just mad in my head. All I, I'm just like replaying that moment where I died in the fight pit today, right before we started this <laughs> in my head right now, and I just I can't get on track. Um, so thanks for tuning in, Post Perfect Gaming, everybody. Another week down. Uh, we really appreciate everyone tuning in. That's great. If you can let us know what you think of how we're going to start doing these structured segments, we'd really appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, and if you want to send me motivational words of wisdom that'd be great too uh because i'm on edge from this game so uh that's it see you guys next week and uh remember to love yourselves goodbye <laughs>